raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. You're listening to The Hammer and Nigel Show. Yeah, my name is Nigel. Hammer's over there with a special guest on the hotline. Adam Gayette is the president for Accuracy in Media. His group has been going to some college campuses, checking out the feel of whether or not anti-Semitism is still thriving on some of these college campuses. <laughs> Adam, welcome to the show, and tell us a little bit about what your organization's been doing. Well, thank you so much for having me, and I regret to inform, it's thriving on some campuses and really thriving on other campuses. What we do is find the leaders of horribly anti-Semitic student organizations, share what they've done with the public so that they can get the shame that they deserve and so that they can be stopped from normalizing anti-Semitism in polite society. So some of the campuses that your group has been to recently, Columbia, Harvard, uh, Cal at Berkeley, Colorado, North Carolina, and USC. Give us some examples, if you can, of some of the ridiculous things that you're hearing. Sure. Well, at Harvard, 30 student organizations signed a proclamation blaming Israel exclusively for what happened on October 7th. Not even like, well, it's somewhat Hamas's fault, somewhat Israel's fault. Blamed Israel exclusively, and they issued that proclamation within 24 hours of the October 7th massacre. At campuses like George Washington University that we visited, they've celebrated Hamas. They chant things like, glory to our martyrs. You know, it's one thing to be anti-genocide. It's one thing to be pro-Palestinian. Those are perfectly acceptable positions. But if you're celebrating Hamas, if you're saying, bring Antifada to America, well, I've got a major problem with you and i'm going to make sure that everybody in your community knows exactly what you're up to was anything being done about it adam i mean we saw what happened with claudine gay her quote-unquote resignation at harvard but i mean she still has a gig there what's what's being done about this if anything yeah, a gig and a $900,000 salary. Yeah. Now, there's not anything being done, really, by these universities. There's things being done by us. Yes. So what we do is we find the names and photos of these leading student organizers, and we put them on the side of a billboard and send it to their campus listed as Harvard or Columbia's leading anti-Semite. Then we also, on occasion, send the billboard to mom and dad's house so that they have to explain to their neighbors why their kid isn't too fond of the Jews. Separately, we buy their domain names like AmariButler.com and set up a profile page where you could see what they've done. And we also work with search engine optimization experts so that if you go to Google Miss Butler, maybe when she applies for a job with you, one of the first results, if not the first result, is our profile page we've created for these anti-Semites. So, Adam, what's uh, your response when people say, wait a minute, I thought the conservatives didn't like doxing people. I thought the Republicans were against that kind of stuff when it was happening to uh, Supreme Court nominees. What's your response when you hear that? Yeah, I hate doxing. They've shared my name, social security number, home address, and birth date so frequently on social media that people started signing up for credit cards on my name. Doxing is terrible. We share information that they publish on their own social media page. They say that Joe Schmo became the president of the organization. Well, if they could publish it on their social media page or if they could brag about it in their student newspaper, I think it's okay for us to share that same public information. Adam Guillette, the uh, president of Accuracy and Media here on the Hammer and Nigel Show. What's your sense of the 
the, the college students, uh, where are they getting indoctrinated at? Are, are they, is this happening? Is this kind of thing happening because of what they're being taught at college? Or, or are they already like this when they get to these prestigious universities? Well, there you go. You hit the nail on the head. It comes from DEI in K through 12 education. Mm. And I can say this as somebody who's been undercover with hidden cameras in over 250 school districts across the country in red states over the last 18 months. DEI lumps everyone into categories of either oppressors or oppressed. And they judge the actions of oppressors differently from those who are oppressed. They think traditional right and wrong is a crazy capitalist idea. So they view October 7th not as a terrorist massacre where innocent women were raped and slaughtered at a music festival, but rather they view it through the DEI prism, and it's merely resistance to oppression. So, Adam, what advice would you give to a student who's in college right now, or maybe a parent of a student in college? And I fall into that category. My oldest is a freshman in college right now. They see some of this ridiculous stuff going on, whether it's anti-Semitism, whether it's, you know, you're to blame because you're a white male, any of that crap. They want to say something, but they're concerned that, you know, speaking up is going to be used against him, whether it's a bad grade or something else. Well, you know what? Uh, We all have to make our own decisions based on our own career plans. If you want to go to grad school, maybe really good grades matter to you. For me, I was a political science major, and I learned pretty quickly that a 4.0 in poli-sci can get you a really good job as a server at TGI Fridays. But beyond that, no one cares about your GPA. So you've got to make your own decisions for what matters to you most at your university. But for me, maybe it's my big mouth having grown up in New Jersey. I was never able to stand idly by when people promoted horrible ideas like racism and anti-Semitism. Have you been approached by anybody that you've targeted and said, hey, I'm really sorry. Can, can you take this down? This is not what I meant. Um, anything? Any, and then what would be the reaction if something like that happened? Ten student organizations at Harvard withdrew from their anti-Semitic proclamation and apologized. Wow. We believe in forgiveness, so we immediately took down their websites and took them off of our mobile billboards. Independently, a number of individual members approached us and said, oh, I didn't even realize our organization was doing this. I'm not part of it. I quit the organization. We take down their, bill, uh, take down their websites and take them off of our billboards. And some people don't like that we do that. They say, well, these people are just playing you. They don't really mean the apology and whatnot. But hey, I think we have to believe in forgiveness. And if they're going to say these sorts of things, we should allow them to make that decision and make that choice. Yeah, I wonder if part of it is ignorance. They're so dumb, they have no idea. They see the crowds and they just join. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying it's that way for I'm not excusing it, but I'm saying maybe that is, is, is part of the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's exactly it. You know, it comes from the DEI sort of stuff. So these people think it's socially acceptable to have these positions. We're simply teaching them that it's not. And last thing here, Adam, before we let you go, because I know you got a hard out here. We just associate these types of things happening at Ivy League colleges or places out on the far West Coast, you know, liberal hotbeds. You're seeing this kind of activity all over America, right? I don't think you can go to a campus and not find it. It's just that some are worse than others. We endlessly all day get messages and emails and social media contacts from students at universities across America who want us to come there. Unfortunately, it is a target-rich environment. So if somebody is interested in accuracy in media and the project that you've got going on right now, how do they find you and how can they help? 
Our website is aim.org, AIM.org. Hit us up on any social media platform. We're obviously a nonpartisan organization, except donations. And we'd love to have your tips and love to have your support. And thank you so much for having me. You got it. Adam Guyette, president of Accuracy in Media, doing this big tour on college campuses, looking at some of the shenanigans taking place. And again, it's not just Harvard or Columbia, or USC. He said it's all over the place. All over the place. Like, this tour just this past week, he's been to North Carolina. He's been to Colorado. I mean, we've heard stories from Butler here in Indy, uh, down at IU. This kind of stuff, it's everywhere. And you got to be brave if you see this kind of crap. you got to speak up. Damn the grades, damn the torpedoes, whatever. you got to speak up. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.